You're listening to the Ready or Not podcast with me, Mabel Golden. In this episode, we are doing a hybrid session of a life update as well as a Q&A with um, so many submissions are from you guys. I've loved reading your questions. And in this, this episode, we talk about all things from, you know, career, university, starting a business young, uh, living intentionally and so much more. So I hope you love it as much as I loved answering your questions. And let's get into the episode. This is a special episode of Let's Talk Your Questions Answered. We're going to be talking careers, university. I've had a little peek at some of the questions and I was really pleased to hear from you guys. I feel like I'm definitely the kind of person that loves fixing other people's problems to be honest um so I'm gonna channel that energy into something positive and I thought we'd try something a bit different I've had such good feedback on the episodes that I've done solo and I really appreciate that so this is gonna be another solo episode but we're talking directly to you guys hearing your real world problems um so let's get into it but I also wanted to give you a bit of a life update. So this is going to be a bit of a life update slash Q&A hybrid session. Um, I have been traveling. If you've been following me on my Instagram, you'll see I've not been in Dubai for several weeks. I've been traveling. And I think if you told me that a few months ago, let's say six months ago, I would have bit felt so anxious and had such a anxious breakdown but I had become so dependent on my routine and kind of the safety of my routine in Dubai that it actually got to a point where I felt quite nervous to travel and that's coming from someone who absolutely loves travel as you know but I really felt like leaving the safety of my Dubai routine you know with working and with going to the gym and just all that normal life stuff the thought of leaving it behind to be somewhere else really felt quite scary and quite daunting. And now I'm on the other side of it. I really am so pleased to look back on the growth and the journey that I've been on this past few months. Um, if you listen to my other other episode about navigating anxiety, you'll know that I have been in therapy for, oh, how long is it? Since, since December last year. So I have really had a personal journey of kind of feeling getting comfortable feeling uncomfortable and navigating my own anxieties so I kind of had put myself in this safety net of my routine for the past few months and then breaking out of that did feel quite scary but now that I'm on the other side of it I feel so proud and just kind of reflective of the growth that I've actually been on and to get to this point and all the kind of personal work that I've done on myself you know it's funny I read something somewhere that said when you're turning 25 is when your brain fully develops which I feel like I have a completely different brain versus me last year so if anybody else is feeling that way um you are so not alone I honestly feel like every day I'm waking up and I feel like a different person But in a good way, you know, in a good way, I really wanted to just take a moment before we get into the episode to really just reflect on that and reflect on the growth and just let you guys know that I am feeling okay. I had so many nice messages from you guys after the last episode, um, just reaching out and a lot of you saying that you actually felt a lot of similar things. I know a lot of the listeners are also in their early 20s, also figuring things out for the first time. So I was really pleased to hear from you guys. Another thing that I mentioned in one of my recent episodes was 
separating my personality and my identity from what I do for work. I also got so many people message me and say that they really resonated with that. So I wanted to just touch on it again. Now, I know I'm giving a life update and this is meant to be kind of life and not work, but the two are very intertwined. As you know, if you've been following my journey, I think I just had kind of really blurred the lines and that's not to say it's bad to love what you do I I do love that I have so much passion for work but at the same time it's so refreshing the past few weeks while I've been traveling I feel like I haven't had this relentless pressure put on by myself to be hyper productive and I kind of have had the space to just be and just enjoy it and enjoy a bit of time off so I'm really proud of myself for being able to take some of that time and it actually makes me think of something I read a few weeks ago about living in seasons and I wanted to share that with you guys because I really liked this concept of how you can spend a season where you have got your head down and you are hustling and you are you know you are doing it but then you can also have a season where you are taking time to just be and just not put any pressure on yourself and I I just found that really nice way to look at it how you can you know have these periods of working more intensely and periods of taking a bit of rest time and some of you listening I know will have more traditional job roles where you feel like it is that constant you know it is that all year no days off type thing but you can kind of apply this to so many different areas of your life not just your you know, nine to five, let's say. And I just wanted to kind of plant that seed in your mind and kind of think about what season you're in in your life right now. Is it a season of grinding or is it a season of rest and a season of, you know, self-care, self-compassion? Like I said, I'm not trying to make this a big work update. This is meant to be a life update. But if you've been following me on YouTube, you'll know that I have been on a personal journey of trying to reduce the workload, reduce the client work that I've been doing because I did take it too far. At the start of the year, I think me and my whole team went through such an interesting experience of an amazing opportunity that was also not necessarily what we needed. And we've kind of spent the last few months realigning with what we actually want to be doing and actually want to be spending our time doing, which has been such a you know, such a great position to be in. Most of you know this already, but some of the client work that we were doing at the start of the year really did feel like, I was gonna say the straw that broke the camel's back, but it was kind of like more than that, if you can imagine. It was too much, Um, it was such an exciting opportunity, but at the same time, I felt so empowered to be able to say no to that and to be able to just prioritize what we, truly need and what we truly want and it's not always the flashy opportunities it's not always you know the big names that are the best thing and it's just kind of a weird feeling when you get something that you really thought you wanted and then you decide that you don't want it anymore it can be a really weird feeling so I was kind of dealing with that personally but the past few weeks I've just been taking a step back from client work and focusing on helping people launch their own social media careers, which has been so rewarding. I honestly love it. It's been so just eye-opening and I really 
have found it so rewarding and I just I'm, I'm really loving it so if you listen to my other episode I did talk a little bit more about this if you're interested in mentorship but I'm just finding it fun like genuinely fun and it's so nice to be able to work on things for fun and not because I feel like I have to in a way so yeah the past few weeks I've been mentoring in social media careers helping people and one of the key things I've been bringing to it is this approach of doing it for enjoyment and not because of intense pressure I just want you guys to learn from my mistakes by the way this is why I'm sharing this with you um speaking of doing things for fun I have another update for you which is probably gonna I feel like I can feel people's eyes rolling a little bit which is fine. That's absolutely fine. My friends are used to it. Connor's used to it. Um, So I've had another project. This is something about me as well, by the way. I love a project and I just feel like I need to use that a bit more. Like I love the journey and I've been trying to focus more and more on the journey and not the goal or the outcome or whatever it is. So with that in mind, I basically had this idea, a baby idea, in my head for about a year let's say of bringing a bringing a wall art business to life in Dubai because there is such a lack of that and I feel like that was something I noticed and me being me I really just saw it as an opportunity for me to build something of my own like I said I love the project and I love working on things and I love I love possibility, I really do. So like I said, I feel like I can feel some eyes rolling, but there has been a new project that I've been working on the past few months. I know I said I've been trying to scale things back and I have when it comes to client work, but I've really seen this as just an opportunity for doing things for fun and doing things for the experience of it. So I will be introducing you to my new business in the next few weeks, which is Mooney Prints. It is a online wall art um, e-commerce store um, for the UAE. And I will be sharing more and more about this kind of journey that has been happening behind the scenes over the past few months. I just wanted to give you a bit of a teaser, to be honest, and also get comfortable talking about it. Why is it when we when we start something new, we feel so shy you know why do we feel so like we don't want anyone to know it's such a weird feeling and I was saying this to Connor I was saying I feel shy I feel shy telling people about what I've been working on and he was like how can you talk to people every day via via your Instagram via YouTube and then not feel so comfortable and I and I just said well I remember feeling like this about social flex and I remember feeling like a bit shy to you know to to share it and to share that it was actually mine and I think that's just so normal so if if you're if you've got a project and you're feeling like you're shy to tell your friends tell everyone about it and to you know share it publicly I don't think that ever goes away you've just kind of got to feel the fear and do it anyway and that's kind of where I'm up to right now so this is me stepping my toe into that and just sharing it via my podcast because I know that the people that listen here are so supportive and I know that you're not listening to this podcast if you're not supportive of me so thank you so that's all I'll say on that for now but in terms of me myself I'm so happy to just share with you that I am feeling much more grounded than I was these past few months I, I really 
almost feel like a different person. And it's been really refreshing. Um, I've, I feel like I can show up here on my podcast really authentically and really, sometimes it does feel like a bit of an internal monologue to be honest, but that's okay. <laughs> if you're tuning into it, you clearly don't mind. Um, but I was actually having this conversation with my therapist the other day about just how strange it is to show up on social media and to live your life online. And it can feel like a bit of a facade. And I do want to kind of break this. I want to say it's a bit of a millennial pattern because I feel like Gen Z don't do this as much. But like this really like picture perfect thing that nothing is wrong and that's such a like weird way to live. So yeah, this is, I, I think in contrast, having a podcast and being able to just spill what's going on in your head to people that support you is so nice. And it does feel so different to, you know, Instagram um, and even TikTok as well. So I've had the most incredible few weeks and with this feeling of presence, I really have felt so much gratitude for the experiences that I've had. Traveling with my sister was amazing. We've actually got another little trip planned next week. So I'm so excited for that because spending time with her was just so, so much fun and so nice for us to just kind of have time that's just ours and not, I don't know, it just felt really, really nice. And then I had an amazing trip with my best friend as well. And I think we just made so many memories and just going into it with that intention to just make memories and just enjoy it. It's just so fun and I'm so grateful for that. So I have had an amazing summer. That said, I am excited to go home as well. I'm excited to, you know, go back to our apartment and just little things like little life things that I do miss. So I'm going back to Dubai mid-September. Um, I'm not sure when this episode is going to go out, but I think by the time you're listening to this, I might be just heading back. Um, so I am excited to be back and I will be bringing you a lot more content from Dubai as well in the next few weeks because I know I've literally every time I post like a YouTube video that's a travel vlog people are like yeah but when are you back in Dubai? <laughs> so I know what you come to this channel for if you're watching on YouTube I know what you're here for. Um, anyway so that's me that's my life update. I now am really excited to have some questions I'm really excited to have some questions from you guys um, that I want to answer. And I think it goes without saying, but I do just have to say it anyway. This is just like from my experiences. Um, I'm not claiming to know everything. I'm not claiming to have the answer to everything. But I do think I've done a whole lot of learning the past few years. And I've, uh, you know, when I was reading through these questions, I do feel like I have some value I can add to for you guys. So, you know, just have keep that in mind. I can only speak from my experiences. Okay, I'm going to start with one question which I was so pleased to get because I really feel like it's so it feels so close to me. It feels like I was just here whereas actually it was like 5 years ago, but I really feel like you know this was me and I didn't know what to do. So anyway, I'll read you the question and then let's talk about it. Hi Mabel, I'm 19, you're a baby. <laughs> and I'm on the fence about going to uni. I'm not sure if it's going to be worth it. Should I just jump into the working world? What should I do? 
So obviously there's pros and cons to both, but I want to, what really came to mind with this question is I want to introduce you to this concept of identity capital. And I really feel like I was only just in this position myself. So I remember it so well, you feel completely lost. You feel like, you know, so-and-so knows what she's doing. So-and-so knows what he's doing. Why don't I know what I'm doing? And that is so stressful. And you are 19, you are so, so young you know, it can feel like it really is the most important thing right now is that you need to have some kind of five-year plan. So what is identity capital? It's basically your own collection of experiences that you can rely on to feel like you have a place in this world, basically. So you're 19, you feel like you have so many different paths in front of you, you don't know what to take. I would say to you, in fact, this could apply to anyone at any age, but I just want to put this idea out there. How about just thinking that deciding something is better than panicking and not choosing anything, if you know what I mean? I would say to you is that the reason you feel so uncomfortable right now is because you are paralyzed by possibility and you feel like you need you basically need some identity capital. You need to do something to feel like you have a place and you have something to to talk about. You have something to present yourself as, which is, you know, really what we, we want, especially when you're so young. I think it can really feel like you just don't know who you are. And I think even choosing something that, you know, you just give it a go for a little bit. It doesn't need to be permanent. This is the other key element when you're kind of in this position so young is that it's not that deep. Just try something. And if you don't like it, you can quit. Like I quit my first job after five months. I thought I desperately wanted it. And at the time I thought it was the best thing for me. But, you know, if you don't like it or you change your mind, you can turn around, you know, you you can do something else. I'm gonna say to you, to this girl that sent me this message, if you're on the fence about going to uni, I think the reason you're so stressed is by the fact that you haven't made a decision. Now there are pros and cons to both. I think, you know, obviously the fact that she hasn't said that she needs a degree for her, you know, what her interests are, makes me feel like she just wants something to not fill the time, but kind of she just wants to have a plan. She doesn't necessarily want to be a lawyer and has to do a law degree, for example. A lot of people would say you need a marketing degree to do marketing. I completely disagree with that. I don't think you do. I think there's so many jobs now that you really don't need a degree for and that life experience is just as good, if not better, at landing you the job that you want. That's kind of a conversation for another time um, about the, you know, getting into marketing or getting into certain industries but what I think for you you basically need to think about what you enjoy and find something that can become your your thing whether it's literally a podcast or a YouTube channel or you know an internship or 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 a degree you know something that interests you truly and just stick to it (laughs) make it your thing for and see how that feels try it on for size you'll find that once you have started your thing even if it's not your thing forever um I'm going to use myself and my journey as an example but you'll find that once you kind of have this fashion blog let's say because this was me when I was (laughs) when I was a teenager my thing was my fashion blog um let's say you have this thing right you are basically 
that that's something that you can lead with. You can lead with that, but then what does that lead to? You know, that becomes your thing to introduce yourself as, whether it's in a job interview, whether it's in, you know, meeting new people or going traveling and talking about your interests. You can say, oh, I do this. And that kind of becomes your identity for the moment. And you can kind of use that to see where it takes you else. People like people that have something about them. And I think that helps so much when you're applying for new things, whether you're applying for a course, applying for a job, you can kind of use that as an in. And do you have to stick to it for your whole life? Definitely not. I have had, you know, my fashion blog, I had another podcast before this one. I had like so many little seasons of my life and my career that I tried on for size and then, put away and I know that actually now I'm sure that this where I'm up to now is also going to just be a season at some point um I wish you all the best of luck deciding on what to do but I really want you to focus on this idea of identity capital and thinking what can you do right now to give you that sense of purpose and leave that kind of paralyzing panic behind let's go on to the next question um, okay, this is from a graduate. I just graduated. I'm interested in a career in social media, which is great news. I love working in social media, but my parents are concerned it's not a real job and the industry seems really saturated. Any advice? Okay, I definitely relate to this one because I know what it feels like to have to kind of explain what you wanna do and people not really get it. So definitely know where you're coming from. I think social media is is saturated, but that should absolutely not put you off because it is growing so quickly. I think if you're interested in it and you're interested in the skills that it takes to become a social media manager, you can use that to explain it to your parents. For example, when they hear you say, I wanna be a social media manager, they're hearing, I wanna spend all day on Instagram or I wanna spend all day on TikTok they're not hearing, I want to create content concepts for XYZ brand, or I want to create, um, you know, a series for this, you know, nonprofit or whatever it is. Like, I think you need to explain to them the purpose of it and what it, what it, what it means and the skills that you're going to be using. For example, content creation, you know, video editing, um, presenting, um, any skills that, you know, are going to kind of be in your work world. I think that's how you need to explain it to them. And that's kind of what I've done is when I'm explaining it to people, what I do. Yes, there is a big misconception that people kind of think that they just think, what do we do that we scroll all day? Yeah, basically, but you need to kind of lead with this idea of the skills that you're actually using because they become a bit more, you know, they seem, they do seem a bit more respected, I would say. And this is another win for, especially for the parents because they obviously are worried about you and they love you. You can explain to them that these skills are so transferable and you know, all that stuff, the kind of stuff that you'd say in an interview. So good luck. I'm team social media careers for sure. Um, okay, this is a good one because I feel like this is me actually right now and I kind of need to answer this question for myself. So, <laughs> right, I am loving where I am in life but I can't help but be envious of other people. How do I cope with this? Love this question. I think this is such a good 
starting point of like self-reflection and being so self-aware. So first of all, good work for being, for identifying this feeling and sitting with it for a moment. I think this is so interesting. And I kind of was joking with my friend recently that I'm having a quarter life crisis. <laughs> I say that lightheartedly, but only because I've actually unpacked this in therapy recently. So I feel like I can joke about it. It's not a crisis, it's not an identity crisis, but what the feelings I was feeling while I've been traveling is I'd look into other people's lives that are in completely different stages of life to me. You know, maybe they're like, you know, not picked the career yet, or they're just working a, you know, a part-time job, or they're, you know, in, in such different walks of life to me right now. And I think it was so refreshing getting out of the Dubai bubble for a few weeks because, you know, I've got to say me and all my friends, we are quite similar in a way. Like they're all, you know, working hard and being, you know, really career orientated, which I love for us. But at the same time, it was so refreshing to come out of that and see what other people are doing. And then I noticed something really weird. I kind of felt a bit of a jealousy, which is really weird. And I didn't expect that in myself because I thought I was so clear on my goals and I thought I was so clear on what I wanted. You know, I wanted the business. I wanted the career. I wanted the big clients. I wanted all this stuff. I wanted the the team and everything. And then I kind of found, found myself being a bit jealous of people that didn't have all this responsibility. And then I thought, you know what? Envy is just signaling some kind of need within us for that's not being met so think of that signal whenever you feel a bit of that envy what is it that you feel like you're not giving yourself in that moment and for me I really noticed that I was I wasn't jealous of the kind of life you know the lifestyle or I wasn't um I wasn't disappointed that I'd spent so much time achieving you know the goals that I have I noticed that I felt jealous that they didn't put this pressure on themselves, which is something that I had been doing for so, so long, like literally years. And I've been putting this pressure on myself and really taking myself so, so seriously. And then I'd look into other people's lives and I'd feel this like weird jealousy. And I realized it's because they're not putting that pressure on themselves. Not to say that, you know, everybody's got their thing. Everybody's, you know, got something that they're dealing with and I'm not saying anybody's life is perfect but when you're you know find yourself a bit envious of other people I think just think about what is it that you what needs are you not feeling are being fulfilled right now so think about that one next question this is kind of linked actually um and I know who this is from so I you know I feel like I'm glad we've brought this conversation to the podcast so this is kind of about FOMO I'm sure everybody knows what FOMO FOMO is it's fear of missing out so I live in a city so living in Dubai I feel like everyone is always grinding I'm constantly experiencing FOMO and it's stressing me out how do you deal with this interesting this is kind of similar in a way if you feel like you've got a bit of FOMO that's kind of that like envy bubbling up just a little bit and I think it's so interesting that you've pointed out that Dubai can be a bit of a hustle co- uh, a hustle culture and I'm really glad that you've mentioned that actually because that is something that I've also noticed I think just being out of it for a few weeks is that I kind of look at people's lives in Europe and I see that it's not as 
work obsessed and money obsessed and that kind of sounds a bit cliche actually but I do feel like when you're in it it kind of becomes normal I think dealing with um FOMO is so so normal I know that this person is also a similar age to me and I really feel like that is such a kind of key component of being in your 20s is this feeling of FOMO like why do we really have such bad FOMO and everybody that I've met that's in their 30s is always saying that the best thing about the 30s is that they don't get such bad FOMO so that's some food for thought um but I think what can we do right now is that again like using though using that sense of envy or jealousy try and pick up on what is the feeling that you're not you know, what is the need that's not being met? And what is that feeling that you're looking for? Mabel, how do you set these long-term goals without freaking out? Just thinking about the next five years gets me anxious. First of all, I do freak out. <laughs> um, no, this is a really good question. I would say I actually have, I'm trying and I'm still learning, by the way, this is such a, like, I'm still really working on this but I would say I had become so reliant on my own five-year plan and my and I feel like when I didn't know what was going to happen I just do feel very uncomfortable because I am just very like I feel much more comfortable when I'm in control of everything that's a personal reflection on me but I would say I kind of want to start thinking less about the five-year plan and being more present and you know not to say that you can't you know not to say that you can't have goals I'm definitely not saying that but one thing that is so common is that when we view the next five years or we view this big plan or we, we view the business we want to start we are literally viewing the mountain and not the first step in front of us so I would say for you you know think about some intentions that you want from the next five years you know if it is a business or a career choice or whatever it is I'm not saying it's bad to have those thoughts and ideas but then break it break it down you know break it down into what's actually coming up next and otherwise it will for sure feel completely overwhelming and I also came up oh I came across this other concept um and I wish I'd screenshotted it but it was basically this idea of like circular growth so that's something to go and google actually because I'm not going to do it any justice because I only came across it like yesterday but this idea that growth has always been taught to us as something that is so linear and it's so like you know we do this and then we do that and then we get the job and then we you know get the house and then we and it's such a like path whereas what we should actually be doing is taking one step and reflecting on you know, the new scenario and kind of taking it back again. And we're kind of constantly in a reflective cycle. Like I said, I'm definitely not doing that justice. So please go and Google that. But I think that's relevant here because I also feel like I am someone that that does think about, find themselves thinking about these big goals all the time. And yeah, I'm not surprised that you're overwhelmed because it is a very overwhelming thing. Okay, let's do two more questions. Hi Mabel, I'm 20. I really want to start my own business, but I feel like that's crazy. Should I be waiting till I'm older? Love this question. Love, love, love that so many people, especially since COVID, are making a move 
you know, or making something that is so theirs. And I really just, before we get into answering this question is that like, you can be so proud of yourself for identifying something that you want to do and being that kind of confident to, you know, see that in yourself. When it comes to age and doing something, I really don't feel like there's any perfect time or perfect age. So many people will tell you that, um, you know, there is, you will never feel ready. And I kind of feel like this is the perfect example of that. You're not going to wake up one day and feel older and ready to do it. So I think if you have an idea, definitely indulge yourself in the opportunity and go and explore it. Um, you know, totally depends on the business. And she's actually not said what the business is, but I'm going to kind of use this idea of being young and people not taking you seriously it's kind of similar to how I felt when I got my first job in Dubai because I was working for a business and I was the youngest I think in the whole company and I often really had this self-doubt and it actually is imposter syndrome because you kind of think you kind of think well who am I to tell this person you know who's twice my age what I think and you kind of just doubt yourself and that is for sure normal I would actually be worried if you didn't think like that because yeah that's that's how everyone feels imposter syndrome is so universal but it is something that we need to actively work on and by training yourself in that way to put yourself out there you will kind of strengthen this muscle if you like so yeah sorry I kind of went on a tangent there but I would say in answer to your question um definitely explore ex explore it if you've got an idea just go for it I really want to support you in feeling like you can take that step for yourself um and I wish you the best of luck let me know reply to me I'll reply to you now hi Mabel I loved your episode about navigating anxiety you seem so busy, but also super put together. What is your secret? Interesting. I do find it interesting that I come across this way. And I think this kind of comes back into what we were saying earlier about who are we showing up as online? And is it real? And what even is put together anyway? But thank you. I know you're trying to mean that as a compliment. Um, I think I've done, like I kind of mentioned earlier in the podcast, I have just been really focusing on self-compassion this year. If you remember in January, I shared it on Instagram that my word of the year is self-compassion and thinking about what it is I truly need. And yeah, I think a lot of last year I played this part of, you know, making sure I was as busy as possible and never showing any signs of weakness or vulnerability. And I'm, I've left that behind. That is not who I am anymore. I'm for sure now taking things at a much slower and more meaningful pace. Um, but I find it interesting that you've said that you seem so put together because I think, I think that is subjective. And I think, you know, it can look like that when you look at peering into someone else's life and I do want to make a bit more time to give a bit more behind the scenes, especially in my podcast. So yeah, I would say there's no secret. I love that you said, what's your secret? Because there, there is definitely no secret, but I would say I love, um, you know, self-development. I've, I've always said this and I love um, learning more about myself and being more aware. So I think if you're, if you're someone that is constantly busy and feels like they are maybe creeping into some unhealthy patterns, lead with, 
lead with self-compassion and try to think about what you truly need. And then I feel like you'll start to become a bit more of a flow state and things will feel like they're working out. Things will feel like they're put together and you kind of leave this struggle behind. I think that's something that's been so good about this year is that it doesn't feel like a struggle anymore. Everything just feels like it's flowing a little bit more naturally um, because I've kind of allowed it to and not everything has to be such a struggle and so serious and yeah. Anyway, I hope that made sense and answered your question. Um, this was such a nice episode I found for me to actually hear from you guys and just be able to talk to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think and um, be sure to like rate and, uh, you know, rate this podcast on whatever you're listening to it on or give it a like on YouTube. I really enjoyed this and I'm going to share, I'll put the link in the description on how you can submit your other queries. I would love to hear from you. I know I just love this community that we've built and I really want to, you know, hear from you, share your experience, reply to the answers that I've given in the comments and let me know um, what your take is. I would love to hear from you and I will see you in the next episode. 